for headphones. The D26 billion F35 Sony Dynamic Stereo Headphones MDR75506. That sounds made up as fuck. That whole thing up. <laughs> That's what it said on the side. The last part, anyway. You should There's go work. No for, you way. should go work for Samsung with product names like that. <laughs> or, or Android. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, they're good, man. I like these a lot. They're, they were um, they were the lowest end cost for good quality headphones, but um, they probably don't do a good job keeping it inside the headphones. You do a good good job keeping it inside. headphones cool so hey guys welcome and ladies welcome to episode 123 of picture writers land party podcast i'm antonio i'm will tristan (laughs) hey so uh let's get started so uh what have you guys been playing or you want me to go first because i haven't been here in like i I want you to go first because you weren't here last week and i want to know i have some stuff uh, he's just going to talk about Hollow Knight. I'll be back. Yes, we are. And it's going to be great. And we're going to love it. And you're going to love it. And everybody who plays it is going to love it. So I played a few rounds of Fortnite on Switch. Um, game seems all right. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, Fortnite, on, it's Fortnite for Switch. Yeah, but I've never played Fortnite ever. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, this is, this is all right, I guess. So, yeah. Did you that. also don't play competitive shooters that's so. yeah i feel like if i were to play one though i would rather for something like that i'd, I'd rather play like overwatch i think over that so yeah i don't know well um, if you would play overwatch maybe we could uh, determine all right well let's <laughs> let's not let's not start let's not start a podcast brawl okay over i just have to shoot at least one across the bow once a month that's it the digital podcast we should play file some piracy games together see yes. on the thieves on i was the on waves. i was on the other day especially with the latest updates nobody know, wanted, wanted to play with me i always want to play with you tris i don't know what you're talking about no. uh, i could play with you guys this weekend maybe yeah man. anyway so cool that's later this is now uh i also beat the awesome adventures of captain spirit how, how is that, that? So it took me about is two it, hours. Is it Single Dad Depression Simulator 2018? It is. Which is what we predicted in our Discord. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I don't want to ruin it for anyone. It's definitely a little sad. Uh-huh. Um, so sad that you can't think about anything else while you're playing. No, I, I, like parts of it. I was like, oh, this seems a little, little close to home, a little familiar, mm-hmm. and then. Um, yeah, it it was good. It's definitely a good story. I'm excited because they it's gonna you're gonna continue that story on, um, in Life is Strange too. I don't think he's gonna be the like protagonist per se, but I think he'll have some kind of important subplot, maybe. Oh, so it's sort of tied in. It is tied in. Yeah, it's a prequel, uh, like a okay. prelude prelude to season two. Interesting. Um, I could definitely de- tell the production values were a little higher, which is something that. Uh, um, I, I talked about before, which is one of the reasons that and how popular it was, I guess, are the reasons why Square Enix is charging are charging forty instead of twenty. Square Enix. Um, I just don't sense. think th- I just don't think they expected it to be as popular as it was, and it was kind of just like a, hey, don't nod. Hmm, never heard of you guys, but we'll publish this little yeah. story based indie thing because at the time when that came out, uh, Walking Dead was king. That's true. 
So You know they still use the same engine for all of their games that they've been using since the first Walking Dead game? Yes, and they have a new engine, actually, uh, a third-party engine that they're using uh, after the final season of The Walking Dead. That doesn't surprise me too much, only because the animation style has looked identical and there's no real reason for it to change, but... I mean, it's just the performance level. Yeah. It's kind of but it also it also probably it's like you could do why more. their their audience drop off has been pretty tremendous. Yeah. Do you think that has anything to do with the people who watch the TV show? And also uh, I think play? that has to do. I think too. that has to do a lot with their. I don't think that there's as big of an audience for those kind of episodic, bite-sized things as 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 people think like sure it works but i don't think it works on like a massive success level and it worked for square enix but they have you know they have the backing of all those other titles but traveler's tales like that is their right. game you know that's their thing is, that's is those kind of bite sized episodic thing telltale. Yeah. what did i say traveler's, traveler's tales. tales oh that's the lego guys i'm sorry yeah telltale <laughs> uh yeah yeah the, the other thing i feel like too is to be honest life is strange is only in its second season I mean, third, I guess, if you count the mini spinoff, whereas The Walking Dead is on its fifth. That's that's yeah. a lot. But I did play um, outside of The Walking I played the first season of The Walking Dead, which was good. Yeah. Um, I like the first one. I played The Wolf Among Us, which was like a like I enjoyed dark that, noir type thing. That was pretty good. Like the big bad wolf and stuff. It was like yeah. a weird like dark noir take on that. And that was cool. And then I played their uh, their Batman Jam, which is really good. So you know, they know how to the, do stories. But I need to try uh, try Tales from the Borderlands. I think yeah, I think they had more misses than they yeah. You know, like that, I remember that Back to the Future one that they made. I was not into that. At oh, all. the Jurassic Park one was horrible too. I was yeah. so disappointed. Yeah, it was. It, it, well, it got a big super weird. To try to, to try to touch into. Yeah, um, and they always try to twist the lore into something interesting for them which makes sense like that's their shtick but yeah sometimes their creative freedom goes a little little whack um so yeah i played that beat that liked it little little bits of sad uh (laughs) interested to see where it goes especially at the ends um because something happens and some people see some things and i want to know how this is going to play out does it like nod to life is strange at all or play into it's it set in the same universe or? i mean there's there's a couple nods um i'm interested to see how it ties together right. for sure yeah um so yeah that's free if you guys want to check it out it's on ps4 xbox and maybe pc i think um i also dabbled a little bit in breath of the wild here and there played some skyrim uh i tried a few hours of oblivion yeah i i just had you ever played that before no. And okay, so this is your first dabble. I, I think the problem is I really, really like Skyrim, and yeah. I like the battle it is a mechanics of Skyrim. Skyrim and yeah. the, the combat in Oblivion, I, I feel, first off, I feel like it's a little floaty, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I also despise the staggering mechanic mm-hmm. so much, so much. Yeah, it's really difficult, especially early level where everybody can block you. Yeah. Once you finally bump your strength stats, then you're just like cutting through people like butter. It doesn't matter if they have a shield. Yeah, but no, that that game definitely it a it's it's floaty it's in a way that has not aged well, and well, b it's like the console version of that is like mm-hmm. a very clear, hey, this was developed for PC controls, and these you know joystick motions are 
jack squat. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's important to keep in mind, though, how many years has Skyrim been out now? Uh, since 2011. So, yeah. seven years. Or and 2010? Then, yeah, probably. 20, 2011. 2011. 2011, yeah. yeah. It came, uh, came out when um, Skyward Sword came out. And mm-hmm. Skyrim was, I'd, I want to say, five years dev post-Oblivion. Is that right? Three or about that? Yeah, I remember I looked it up. Five years. Yeah, it's like five years after. Because it felt like a big wait, and then when Skyrim dropped, everyone was like, "Oh my god, the next Elder yeah. Scrolls!" So it's important to keep in mind that if that's the case, that means that that game is—I can't math, so I'm making ass of myself—but uh, <laughs> ten plus years old. Yeah, it's over a decade old. Right? Like I get it. Oh, Oblivion um, came out yeah, in 2006. Yeah. So yeah. it really—you're feeling the age. I am, and one thing I have to give them is. Um, Playing it on the the One X, it mm-hmm. upscales uh, to 4K, and uh, it looks pretty good. Yeah, they, they uh, all their backwards compatible games upscale, um, so like it's aged, but the art direction still it still looks pretty good. It's mm-hmm. just the combat. I was just, I, would, I just I just wasn't feeling it right now. Like I'll go back to it later. Yeah. Um, played a little more Fallout Four because you guys know I really love Fallout Four. Fallout Snore. Listen, I don't play for the story. I, I just like to explore, and I love the color palette of that game. Yeah, I know. Another <laughs> settlement needs your help, my friend. Uh, I feel I feel so yeah. bad because like I, Preston Garvey. I, I think bro. like at least two times a year I try and go back to that game. And like I never make it past Preston Garvey because he's, <laughs> he's like right he in the beginning. It. Yeah, he ends um, it for I'm me. like, dude, you're you're ruining everything right now, bro. You know what it is? They 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 made it what seemed like a really cool mechanic at the time, and then they forgot to play with the how often does this trigger <laughs> part of the yeah. code. You know, and that's such an easy thing to miss if you're, I imagine there's so many million lines of codes in that game and it's such a small thing, but to be continuously hit with that line, you're like, Jesus Christ, press. I think the early game in that is just kind of like, Uh I would say, I would compare it. I would say it's like Zelda syndrome in the sense that like Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess were notorious for their like early their, game drag the tedium of their early game i know and then um you gotta want it to get you really you game. really gotta want <laughs> it and and those games are fine because i love zelda enough to drive me through and like i know what's coming is great but right fallout that's fair. fallout 4 especially it's like yeah this story it doesn't ever really feel great to play no, the, sto- the story the, seems the, yeah the x ex- like the best part of that game story is the stuff you read in the terminals and like what you learn about the world around you the campaign mm-hmm. itself is like yeah, it's kind of so yeah. take it or leave it that you're just kind of like whatever yeah no i agree like i said i i just play because i like exploring the different areas yeah um for me it's more just kind of roaming and getting lost and i get sidetracked so easy in that game doing different things Mm-hmm. Um, I also got further in Hollow Knight. Uh, I've yeah. shared some things with Will. Don't want to spoil anything. I'm like 23 hours in. That game was Dude, so, it's so good. good. Although I have to say, I don't know what you're talking about about RPG elements. Yeah, I got an I got a nail upgrade, but that's that, that's not an RPG you, element. That's an you, upgrade. I had I to buy know. it. It's it just, doesn't. There's no hit points. Listen, it's there's so... no DPS. Even though you want DPS, it's not there. There's you don't so see much it. To the game. There's no mana. Oh no, there is mana. I didn't sure unlock that yet. There is there magic. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, there is, there's like, magic. Yes, there is. Also, your hit points increase, and the damage that you do increases substantially with each nail upgrade. Yeah, that but that doesn't make it. Make that doesn't make it RPG game. though. That's not a role. I'm not saying game. that's the RPG. I'm just saying that's part of the expansion of the world. But there is, I'll I'll put it this way: RPG may be too heavy of a term, but there is a RPG super duper light. No, it's <laughs> Elements. A, an arcing narrative that you can choose to become immersed in if you wish to. So an adventure game with a story. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So yeah, love that game. Still playing that. But it's uh, good. And I also sold some Plorts and Slime Ranger last night because I love that stupid game. It's can, so can, chill. You can choose to help the annoying knight or not. Have you come across that guy yet? No. I literally just got the upgrade. He's the one and, who's stuck in some nests. And I also, I also found out that this one thing that I thought housed a nail mm-hmm. that I couldn't get into from either side actually is not like a vault room mm-hmm. it was actually a super big ginormous elevator oh yeah for sure when i found I, out, I think i know what you're talking about what, when i sure. found out it was an elevator i was like oh, damn it <laughs> there's so, a lot yeah. there's so much to that game and then you find yourself going back up and down oh, yeah. I, i'll talk about it a little bit more oh, yeah. in my turn but it's okay oh yeah i got my ass kicked trying so to find good. the map guy for like an hour last night <laughs> yeah, and then i could have swore he was in this one room Mm-hmm. And I walk in, and then the door closes behind me, and then this big, uh, this really big boss belly flops me to death, and I died because I only <laughs> had like one hit, and I was done. You got ganked, dude! I cannot yeah. wait to have you get up to where I am. Oh, so good! It's so good. Well, we'll just have a we'll have an offline, just gush about this game, William. Yeah. What have you been playing? Ooh, I'm so glad you asked me. I have. <laughs> Been playing a couple different things. One of them, obviously, is Hollow Knight. Um, last episode, I defended it pretty well, I feel. I don't know that it was the the best duty that I could have done to the game because it was me against two people who don't enjoy it. Um, but I will say that I have continued to play the game. I am still in love with the title. I think there is so much to it. It goes so very deep. There are so many characters that I love and are iconic. Um, it's the kind of game that I want to collect a little pins and aficionado pieces for. Um, I am interested in a hard copy because it's so good and it has affected me in this way. It To me, it's like, it's great. I love everything about it. It is my type of game. Um, um, the other thing is uh, I've been playing Stardew Valley again because I remember Danny was talking about it. Um, and I I picked up where I left off and I've sort of gotten back in deep in the lore and it's pulling me back in stardew valley is such a perfect game for switch yeah it's a great little game and i have been just really enjoying zoning out uh playing that game zoning i love zoning out zoning is my favorite (laughs) um so it's really good zoink zoings stardew valley i've also uh (laughs) there were a couple games that came out for the PS Now monthly. PlayStation Plus? That's still a yeah, thing. PlayStation Plus. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. I don't Sony. One of them was Heavy Rain. So yes. I said, hey, guess what? I haven't played. <laughs> I haven't played Heavy Rain. I should try that. That looks interesting. I've heard so many people talk about how cool it is. What a fun idea. So I downloaded the game because it's for free. Right. 
and I booted it up. I started my save file, and the three difficulty options were I'm not familiar with how the controller goes, I'm sort of familiar with how the controller goes, and I totally know how the controller works. I'm very comfortable. So I was like, oh, I definitely know how the controller works. I'm very comfortable. <laughs> so I selected that shit, and the game starts up, and immediately I am given the option to stand up from the bed. And I had, I spent maybe two minutes <laughs> pressing the button at different densities because he almost stands up and then he'll sit back down <laughs> if you release the trigger and don't all, if you don't commit to the, to the move. And I'm sitting there like laughing, like why would this be a mechanic to let me get off the bed or not get off the bed depending on how hard I screw the trigger. But then I realized, oh, the whole game is like that. And so I'm like walking around like a zombie because it's hold trigger to, to go forward and then aim with the left stick. And uh, so Sarah's like reading her book on the couch next to me and I start shaking the controller really violently. And she's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And I'm like, I have to brush my teeth. Because <laughs> you have to shake the controller to get the teeth to move. Anyway, it was about the time that I popped into the shower and then... Uh, laid down in the grass in the backyard and then got yelled at by uh, my digital wife in the game for throwing a dish too hard because I wasn't willing to spend the time to move the joystick really slowly to put a plate down that I was like, yeah, this is not for me. And I quit. Um, so I'm pretty sure it's a good game. It is not a game that I'm going it, to find it out. Is about. Is, uh, it is a good game, but you reminded me how wonky the controls can be. That is it the is most accurate description of Heavy Rain that I've ever so heard. So wonky. <laughs> and it was like it was now, enjoyable now imagine, for 20 minutes but then i was like i, I can't now imagine playing that game with move controls oh my god because they made move controls for why it would you even i mean that almost makes sense because then it's like move your arm up and around to open the cabinet you know like, what it Actually, feels that, like you're in it that could be interesting i could try that because i have that, move controls that is PS4. almost more intriguing than using hmm. a controller but like shaking my controller up and down and then i'm trying to chill out watch this interesting story and I constantly have to hold down, like, brain. Like, what is the brain button? The left trigger is listen to your thoughts. And I'm like, I'm like, I instead of listening to them when they pop up, I let them all build up to so this big cloud of thoughts. And then I press all the buttons at once. So it's like, I wonder what's on TV. I should have orange juice. What if I lay down right now? When is Sam coming home? <laughs> it's like, it was hilarious. I didn't play it right. It's a long story short. So not for me. Um, I also picked up another Rain Girl, uh, Rain, not Rain Girl, Rain World is the game. Um, have you guys played that? Yeah, that were game you, came out a little, little while ago. That's a little like roguelike, isn't it? Yeah. Pixelated it was, graphics? Yeah. That game is on sale that for like tough. four bucks on Wait, PS, on what? Uh, PlayStation. Oh, you had me excited. I thought it came to Switch. No, I would Rain play World. Switch for sure. Rain World? You're this little, Rain World. You're this little ferret that gets um, separated from your family. And you're in this sort of interestingly post-industrial world with no humans in it. Um, oh, I know what game you're talking about. I was thinking of a different game. No, yeah, I you're played, like... I played this game at uh, PAX. Yeah. And I think so, this was by um, Cartoon Network Games, I think, right? I th uh, that sounds right. Not, I don't know yeah, enough to, to yeah, quote yeah. it, but that sounds right. But you, you run around as this little ferret, and you catch bats or bugs or whatever is around or berries that you find growing in the caves... And you eat them to gain enough strength to hibernate because every about, I don't know, five to ten minutes, the rains come and they flood the entire map. There is nowhere that is safe. 
from the floods. The only place that you can go is into um, these little kind of airlocked cave dwellings and you crawl in there and then you fall asleep and it saves the game and then the floods recede and you can go back and run it again and, and get more stuff and explore further and try to get back to your family. But it's this interesting mechanic because you might make it almost all the way across the map and then you feel the ground start shaking and you know you have about a minute to find a cave. And if you don't know where the hell you are, there may be a safe space near you, but you won't find it because there's so many different tunnels and pathways and you know, drowning and respawning back at your original safe space and trying again. Hmm. Um, Do you like it? Minus one um, food indicator, which is also your health indicator. Yes, I like it. It is an interesting title. The one thing about it that I don't particularly enjoy as much as I wish I did uh, are the move controls. And that is because it purports itself to be sort of a platformer, but it has uh, it has the ability to sort of walk and grab poles and climb up them and, and sort of do a little bit more theatrical uh, engagements with your environment, which is nice, and I like that a lot. The problem is sometimes when you're aiming to make a big jump to get away from somebody, it feels like your dude has really teeny feet because he does have really teeny feet and cannot jump very far. So you'll miss what would otherwise be an obvious jump unless you you know, get into all fours and then do the long jump mechanic that they built in. It's interesting. It's not as fluid as I would like it to be. I, w I wish it was a little bit more Super Meat Boy slidey, but it's not. Um, but it's hmm. good otherwise. I think it's a great game. It's worth picking up. It's like five bucks on PSN. Normally it's $20 on Steam and everything else, so now's a good time to do it if you're curious. Um, do recommend I'll be playing some more of that. I'll let you know next week if it's still good. I also picked up Black Ops 3 because it was free on PlayStation Now. And it's um, it's a Call of Duty game. That's, that's yeah, all I expected. It's a Call of Duty game. It's a Call of Duty game. So uh, I'm pretty sure I played this a long time ago. I got as far as what do the numbers mean, Mason. And I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling that right now. So then I went to, which is, by the way, the very beginning of the game, in case you're wondering <laughs> and haven't played this game. Um, and then I played the Zombies, which is really what people bought that game for, uh, Zombies mode. And there are some interesting expansion maps that they put in in the Zombies mode. It has been a long time since I've really wanted to run around getting chased by Zombies, but um, if I were having a hankering for it, that would be exactly where I would go. So it's, uh, it's, as, it's good for free. Cool. And Hollow Knight. <laughs> That's it. That's what I've been playing. Tristan? Um, Tristan. Oh, it was well done? Yeah. Oh. That's cold-blooded, he's, so, he's, so he's so good at listening. Yeah. He's, he's um, rapt attention. I tried to play what you play, a What are you playing right now? Night. Yeah, what are you playing I'm not right playing anything second? right now. Uh, what were you uh, playing one minute ago? Yeah. I was not playing anything one minute ago. Uh, uh -huh. Okay. Uh -huh. Thank you. Thank you. I take this podcast very professionally. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. All right. I'll allow it. Um, so, yeah. So, what are you playing? Um, what have you been playing? Try playing some more Hollow Knight. Yeah. Still, still not digging it. That's okay. I uh, think that I'm fastly approaching the end zone for for my time with that game. There's just not enough there for me to latch on to mm. to declare my love for for that. 
I would, okay. I would be very interested. I totally respect that. And there's not every game is for every player. And I think that there's a lot that I like that a lot of people don't. Um, and there's probably a lot that you like that I don't, and that's fine. But I would be interested if our listeners have differing opinions, what they think, yes or no, do you like it? Tweet at Tell us. Tell me why I'm right, why Will's wrong. Yeah. Hashtag. Also, I have yet to pick up Mario Tennis, and I am hesitant to ask, did you already pick up Mario Tennis? I have not. Uh, I, 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 I heard the single players. Yeah. Like, I want to play you, but I'm I not buying it for the single player. haven't right. gotten it just for that purpose yet i have really been hearing things like the the uh player base has kind of just dropped off real quick yeah and if that's the case like i don't know that there's enough there for me to buy it for 60 dollars. that said there yeah. are, i do have a few friends who are, are playing it pretty regularly so mm-hmm. you know I, I i would definitely get my share out of it but Right now, I think there are just maybe other games coming out that I'm like, mm, maybe that deserves my money a little more right now. Mm-hmm. Especially would you, once would you rather the, get t- Captain Toad or that? I would rather get Captain Octopath Toad. Traveler, which yes. comes out tomorrow. That is out tomorrow. I yeah. think that I am going to pick up Captain Toad for Switch just because I want to know it if is it's good. A very beautiful game, and playing it in the in the tablet mode is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just when you're in the dock, that's where you start to see problems. But it was a little weird in dock um, mode, but I could get over it for the, the couple demo, times I was playing. It. It's a very good game. It is one of my favorite games for the Wii U. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I agree it is. With that. It this is a, a gen- port, if, though, right? This is a new game. No, no it's, it's a port, port, but it has extra the Wii U content. They replaced some Wii U centric levels were, they took with out some the, Odyssey centric levels. Yeah, they took out the Mario 3D World levels. If you've never played it, will I highly recommend it? It is it is insanely good uh, soft puzzler. Mm. Very good. Hmm, I say. All right, I'll try the demo. And it's only I didn't 40, play the play 40, 40 bucks. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, $40. It's easy pill to swallow. That is an easy pill. Um, and I'm also going down this road where I'm simultaneously playing three Zelda games at once. Because that's <laughs> a classic Tristan thing to do. That is a classic Tristan move. What are those three games? Uh, I started Breath of the Wild Master Mode. And? It's insane yeah. how that game makes you, or that mode makes you change how you think about that game mm-hmm. so dramatically. Like, you're genuinely terrified to take on even one or two monsters at once. Yeah. Even when you get off the plateau, just because one hit and you're dead basically yeah basically like, mm-hmm. until and you, you just, start unlocking all those hearts and even then it's two hits it's like you I have ha- you have to uh, stealth your way to shrines to boost yourself up before you can do think about doing anything and i've i've i have all of my slots full of weapons and shields and arrows but it's like you can't if there's more than one dude Mm-hmm. You you physically can't drain enough of his health before it starts to recharge, and you're just wasting stamina mm-hmm. on your weapons. So it's just like their health regenerates so fast too. You're you're just playing it so differently, which is fine. It's 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 definitely a different way to play that game. It's just ooh, it's challenging. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, hey, it was too much for me. Yeah. Um, just the but time that said, it, it, it definitely. Time. Once you get off the plateau and you do get access to, you know, opening more shrines and 
better gear mm -hmm. and stuff like that, it definitely it picks up at a pace that, you know, kind of snowballs into, oh, okay, now the tides are sort of turning in my favor. But even with that, it's like, wow, this is challenging. <laughs> um, True fact. I also picked up Hyrule Warriors Deluxe. Tell edition, me what you think, because I was, I was actually a little interested in that recently. I, I don't remember what started it. There was um, like a... I think it was an article I read where someone was saying they really liked it on Switch. Oh, it's yeah? uh, it's very you know it's very if you ever played Dynasty Warriors it's very like mindless button mashy beat 'em up which is mm -hmm. fun. Um, the main modes are basically like a mixture of let me slam out these combos to get the maximum KO count that I can for combos while I'm working on territory control on these maps uh, right. and. While I'm on these maps, I'm completing objectives within them, like protect this stronghold, escort this person to this place so they can do something, stop this guy from getting there. And there's just all kinds of stuff that's trying to come at you and overwhelm you. So it's it's very like fast pace. Uh, you really don't have time to think about stuff. Um, the story mode is kind of whatever. It's It reminds me of, um, you remember in Super Smash Brothers Brawl how they had the subspace emissary which was like like the story mode where like there was like yeah there was a story but it was basically an excuse to just mash up all of these characters yeah. into one can it's like that basically. you know it's like it's like there's this story that you're like okay I, I see where it's going but it's basically just like oh okay they just they want you know tetra to meet up with zelda and fee uh and midna and and link and so that's kind of whatever but the real like meat and potatoes of that game for me is they have this mode called adventure mode oh. and what that is is it's a game board so it's like a grid that is a map of one of these zelda games there's like six different ones and they're all each different as different zelda game and you go on the, the like you go one square at a time and you navigate this map and each map has different objectives which takes you drops you into like a, a battle like a like a regular game type battle mm -hmm. where you have to beat objectives and um you know meet certain requirements to to unlock uh you know more gold or more key to the next place or a character um and that on its own is way more fun than the entire story mode like that's an actual huh. joy to play uh and it's just so full of zelda nostalgia with all of the characters and the weapons and those maps that, you know, look like the old maps, but in like a very retro um, design. Mm -hmm. And the soundtrack and everything, it's just, it's... it's. What are you playing that on? Switch. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's I, good. I, I, that's remember, I remember hearing the... Uh, uh, the people make Dynasty Warriors. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's or, it's very much a Dynasty Warriors cool. game. Um, it's good enough to the point where I'm considering picking up Fire Emblem Warriors as well. Interesting, because I want to see what that game's all about. Even though I don't have the draw to that kind of like I love Fire Emblem games, but I don't love them for the story. Mm -hmm. I just really love the gameplay, so I don't have that same kind of attachment as I do to Zelda. Whereas Zelda, like, like you know, live and breathe it. Right. Um, but yeah, that game was really okay. The adventure mode of that game is really good. Like the adventure game of that mode is enough to supplement the full purchase of that game just for that mode. IMO. 
It's very fun. Yeah, I heard Adventure Mode was really good. Yeah, very fun. Um, and the good thing is, it's unlocked from the get-go, where oh, it, as it was oh, not, nice. it was not in the Wii U version. I don't know about the 3DS version, but in the Wii U version, it was not unlocked. You had to beat the whole story mode. I'm still playing through the story mode still because you get some stuff that really helps if you play the story mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has like a a light loot collecting upgrade system where like when you're in the battles, you'll you'll kill specific enemies that drop gear and you can use that gear to upgrade characters so like they get better combos better stats throughout it's just like a light rpg type uh light action rpg type um element build character yeah character building element which Mm -hmm. is cool um i like it and one of the adventure mode maps is based on low rule which is the dark world from Mm -hmm. Link Between Worlds, mm-hmm. and that got me really nostalgic for that game. So I am currently <laughs> playing through Link Between Worlds again on my 3DS. RPG, retro pixelated game. That is not what sounds that good. Means. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Play anything else you've uh, been been playing? A uh, bunch of Fortnite. Oh yeah, bunch of Fortnite on Switch. Um, mostly with my nephew. It's it's fun. It's, you know, it's, it's yeah. getting better. It's getting better with every update on Switch, especially. I like the Switch version because the player base kind of sucks. All the tryhards are on the PS4 <laughs> and accurate. PC. So it makes me feel good because I can just kind of wreck people. You know, I would, I would, I would enjoy playing with you. It's I think fun. we could do a, a four-person play if we can get everybody together. It's, yeah, it's fun. Um, they just dropped the season five update today so the map looks different than it did okay. you know if, if anybody's listening that plays the game you know next time you log in it probably will look different mm-hmm. um so you know new new character skins to collect stuff like that but uh i don't know if you remember me saying this but one of my major complaints about playing that game on switch is the i'm always trying to move the controller to aim because i'm so used to it from splatoon and breath of the wild yeah well they just added gyro aiming Which in the switch version so you can do that now that's so good yeah, that's cool. Um, really, probably will help with a bunch of people's snipe game in that in that game. So they also and then uh, auto fire mode on uh, auto mobile. fire on phone. Yeah. Oh wow. yeah. So yeah, I want to use virtual joysticks about as much as I want to rub my wiener on steel wool. Is that which is not is at all? Lot? Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's not. We should clarify. Fun, I, who knows? People out there like whatever they, they like. like. Things. Yeah. Well. We don't you want know. to judge. Different strokes for different folks. No pun intended. Literally. Oh, different. pun intended. But cool. Not my thing. Well, uh, maybe and I also <laughs> I've also been playing some Mario Kart Eight. Yeah, Deluxe. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's coming down the pipe for that. I know we'll talk about it a little bit in a minute, mm-hmm. but um, I should that game's good. That game because that game's game. still good. Yeah, still real good. News time. We're there anyway, so why not? So, in the world of PlayStation, because I'm assuming Tristan's done, right? You're done, Tristan? Sure, I guess I'm done. There we go, cool. So, in the world of PlayStation, the game Will and I have talked about over and over again, Subnautica is releasing for PS4 this holiday season. Yay! Uh, It's also being handled by the devs at Panic Button, Mm -hmm. so that's pretty cool. Uh, Tristan and I were talking, though, uh, Well, and and you, Will, um, 
Yeah. The only thing that we do feel is it's kind of a missed opportunity that it's not on PSVR. No, Will's opinion doesn't matter. Wrong. That's true. It doesn't have enough DPS it, for his points for PSVR-ness. Depth per Subnautica. I agree. Listen, <laughs> VR, I'm going to have <laughs> infinite of these, so you should just strap in for that. The- <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> We're going to have... Sorry, my, my wife is brainstorming some sketches for a birthday card. Oh, yeah? And the guy that she's drawing it for is really into wrestling. Subnautica guy? One of her one of her sketches is a cupcake standing on top of a turnbuckle, getting ready to like do a splash <laughs> off the turnbuckle onto another cupcake. That's what? so good. I can visualize that so well. It's oh, great. man. What were you going to say, Will? I was going to say before I had such a great image placed in my head. Thank you for that, Tristan. Um, <clears throat> is that I believe, I think you tried this with me as well. We tried the VR mode through, what's that app that we set up? Tri- Trinus. Trinus. So I set up Trinus on Windows, and I was yeah. able to play with PSVR, and it was pretty cool. I like, set it up, and I ported like, it through my phone. Like, life-changing, one of the coolest games I've ever played in VR, kind of cool. Yeah, and I'm they really should really, support it. I'm really upset that... Well, at least it's not announced that it would have PS. I imagine that the PlayStation patch, when they are releasing it, is going to have the ability to, because you can just play in there by default. But the other problem you? with the other problem with that game is just I feel lock like it to move your mouse. I f- yeah, I map, map it to the look stick. You know what I mean? What? No, it goes by where you're looking. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Anyway, yeah, so that's not going to happen. Uh, it's not announced yet. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a price on that? Is it still? Nope, no price. No, Just hey, speak like I know this isn't. This is kind of like Subnautica esque, but not really Subnautica. Have you noticed how much of a PR push they're giving No Man's Sky now that it's coming to Xbox? Yeah, so much. I feel like I see them talking about it so much now in a way that PlayStation was just like, no. Yeah. Yeah, well, which I mean, makes me like, are they more confident well, because it's now a more complete game or something that Sony was about, just like? If we think about how much data Sony probably had going into launch, I wonder if Sony wasn't hedging their bets a little bit, knowing that people were going to be pissed about it. Because you have to imagine that when you go launch on a console exclusive game, you go to the devs, and then you go to the board, and you're like, this is what we're going to show. And if they looked at that and they were like, eh, but what else can you do? And they're like, that's it. What do you mean, what else can you do? They're like, okay. No, I think I think honestly what happened was I think Sony marketed it all wrong. Yeah. And then they pushed they, the, get, they hyped the crap they out ab- of it. They abandoned right. ship. They abandoned before. it. But and, then they abandoned it, yeah. Yeah. And then now, you know, Hello Games has taken what has it been, like two years? Yeah. Like heads down, they came out with a couple big updates that added a lot of cool things like Yeah, they, they made that game something that it was not when it first came out. Yeah, sure. and now I think, especially with this next big, big update that's going to be free for everyone else, but it's going to release with the game, I feel like it's mm-hmm. so much closer to being the game that they wanted it to be. Yeah. And I think Microsoft is hedging their bets on that. And they're just helping them give marketing push, saying, hey, this is on Xbox they, now. I think they also really want to justify that $60 price tag that they're going to throw at it. Yeah. But to be fair, another insane. two big years of work is a lot. $60 I mean, a lot? I don't know, man. Those, how those much stuff, did those DLCs cost? They were free. Right. If they had been $15 each 
and you dropped four of them, then that I can game's still sixty dollars yeah, right. on Steam though. That game, that game still is retail. They're doing that because for... they have to keep it that way so they can sell it for sixty on Xbox, not because it's worth that. No, I know. It went down to fifteen dollars during Steam sales. Listen, I'm just saying. I don't know. Listen, do what they want. I, I think it's going to be great. I will not be purchasing it on Xbox, but I will go back in and play it on Steam where I initially bought it because I still own it because um, I did not refund it as a lesson to myself. I bought it on the Steam sale for like $9. That would have been smart. I paid full price it's at launch fun. and then I just abandoned it when everybody else abandoned it. That game's another one of those games though where it's like the if you've played it once, the early game stuff, mm-hmm. tutorial stuff, is like, oh my god, just let me, just let me fly. skip this, but it yeah. doesn't. It's like, well, you can play the like new game re- modes now. The new game modes are like, do you not give a shit about the story? And you're like, correct. And then it just dumps you in. Oh, well, that's good then. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's like a, there's like a, not like no currency matters, buy whatever you want, craft yeah, whatever cre- you want. Yeah, creative mode. Creative yeah. mode. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Then it's just fly around and explore like a god. Mm-hmm. Uh, in an interview with BuzzFeed, director Neil Druckmann confirmed a an non-playable character companion will be in The Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil, Neil said, and I quote, Well, so Ellie used to be an NPC, yeah. but she's the protagonist in this story, so the player is controlling Ellie. It's safe to say with the game that we made in the past, there will be some NPC with you in the story, even though we're not showing the NPC in this demo. Our general approach to say again how do we treat them like people? How do we get them to behave honestly as those people? How do we give them interesting characters so that they can navigate the world, make meaningful actions, and surprise you in the way people I hope do? It's, I hope it's not Joel. It's not going no, to be, be Joel. I don't want it to be Joel. I think it's not going to be Joel. The relationship is she's just let it go. No, I think it's going to be the, give him, the girl that she was with. Give him like, like a... That. Yeah, someone that she has like this emotional attachment to that's not a cliche father figure. Give yeah, him, it's not going to be her, I mean, give her a girlfriend, dude. Well, she has one, it seems like. We'll see. Yeah. That'd be uh, an interesting story arc. In the world of Nintendo, Pokemon Go has reached a staggering $1.8 billion in total revenue. That's insane. Two years after launch. Uh, the is, that from the same, is that from the same quote from the non-Nintendo quote people... No. It's actually like a Nintendo Go or a Nintendo update? It wasn't Nintendo. It would have been Niantic. Okay. Oh. Well, uh, yeah, so the game sure. surpassed $1 billion in January of 2017. Mm-hmm. So it brought in $800 million since then. Um, it continues to pull in $2 million per day globally. That is a lot of money. Yeah, it's gotten only th- a lot more popular very recently, though. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of mobile Pokemon games, Pokemon Quest had 7.5 million downloads on Switch. It'd be interesting to know how much money that brought in, though. I doubt it. I mean, it's not going to be anywhere near close Pokemon Go numbers. No, for sure not. Um, I feel like a lot of people downloaded it, were like, what the hell is this, and then just kind of like deleted it. Um, so while I was personally hoping for a Fallout 4 port, uh, acclaimed studio Panic Button finally revealed the high-profile game that they're bringing to Switch, and it's actually Warframe, which I didn't see coming. Whoa! Um, Warframe. Everybody saw that coming. Warframe is actually uh, pretty popular still. Um, not to the level of you know like a Fortnite or anything, obviously, but uh, for a free-to-play title, it still brings in a lot of money for digital extremes, um, and they add so much content to it. Like, big, big expansions. 
So uh, I may dive in and check that out. That'd be no, fun. If, Switch, you, if you play it, you let me know. I, I don't think I'll be picking that up. But I, that think, I think, well, it's free. I think I'd play it on Xbox. Uh, I, it just doesn't See seem like my like. style of game is what I'm getting at. Okay, that's but, fair. But let me know how it plays. Third-person loot-based shooter? Yeah. Uh, to the surprise of no one, 2K Games has officially confirmed WWE 2K19 won't be coming to Switch. No surprise, considering how shitty 2018 ran. And that was like the laziest port job you could do. I hope that that does not deter 2K from doing other Switch projects, though. Because yeah. I would honestly love to eventually see um, the Bioshock collection come to Switch. That'd be I would play rad. those again, for sure. For sure. That'd be nice. For sure. For sure. Did you guys play those expansions to um, Bioshock Infinite? Buried at Sea. Buried at Sea and the other one? What was the other one? I played Buried at Sea. I didn't play the... Buried at Sea was dope, and they had one more, which was like a kind of infinity uh, continual survival mode. Like a horde? Yeah. Um, But Buried at Sea was really good. I would play that as well. You know it's not really good, Will? No. I'm going to tell you. So at Nintendo's (laughs) 78th annual general meeting of shareholders, Uh uh, Nintendo gave a bunch of updates. I think they said something that's kind of been concerning to us as well as some other um, members of the media. They said that they're looking to release 20 to 30 indie games per week. I mean... So I today I went on the eShop and I looked just at the front page of the eShop and most things are like $10 and under. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, none of these games look interesting to me at all. Some of them look so phoned in. Yeah. I just I, the, I don't are, want that to be the eShop experience. If they're going to adopt that, then they need to also Curate adopt some kind of better curation than what they currently have in place. Because well, we, we speculated this might be the case when that top-tier 10 out of 10 game, Vroom in the Night Sky, got through uh, and made it into the sales force for 10 whole dollars. Can we um, still get back to... Sorry, man. It, some airtime. Huh? I, I, it is the least I can do for it. Um, but because you know why it's I so do that? Bad. It's because it's the worst game, and it's so. It's, it was, like I'll play a game and I'll try to give it the benefit of the doubt. It is the only game I cannot give the benefit of the doubt because I don't know who it's for. There's no benefits. I don't think that they know who it's for. They just whipped it together and tossed it out there for ten bucks. And that's fine. Like, I get it. Whatever. That's not fine. That's not fine, but whatever. The point I'm getting at here, which I think is your point as well, Tony, is that if we're going to see a whole bunch of cobbled together garbage, we don't want to see this thing turn into the Steam uh, Steam Store. Ugh. You know? Like, at least the Steam Store has curation, so I'm not constantly affronted by stuff that's not relevant to me or that I don't care about. But if if I go diving through those discovery queues... Ugh. Yeah. I hope not, man. If you ever do, if you ever try to do a search for like there under ten dollars on a Steam, discovery queue. Oh, on Steam. On Steam, yeah, yeah. That, so. But I'm saying they that would be one way they could sort of deal with it is to put up a discovery queue for you based on the games you play and what you get feedback on. Yeah. How many hours you play into a certain type of game means you might also be interested in. 
but that's that is a level of curation that I don't think they've ever tried to do before. I don't know. Right? I mean, even the Nintendo eShop for uh, 3DS, which is curated, is curated in a way that is like, okay, kids can't get into too much trouble here because we're not going to just, we're just not going to put stuff that's not good, or at least, relatively speaking, tolerable. Right. You know what I mean? But on the Switch eShop, there's some shit. There's a game that I wouldn't even call a game where you are sharing messages with somebody in a cat suit. I would share messages with you in a cat suit. Oh, I bet you would, and I would share them right back, but that's not the point. Well, that, that sounds like a <laughs> game we point, should get. The point is that let's that is the, a game that the, made it through the censors, let's non-existent. Get the perfect deluxe edition. And uh, you know the game I'm talking about. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know the name. It's like Whispers of Takeyoshi or something. I don't know what it is, man. Sounds sexual. It's very sexual. You know what else is sexual? The Nintendo eShop very shortly. No, the feelings that Tristan got for this next bit of Xbox news. Oh, yeah? Tristan was very, very happy Uh at the reveal of the Sport White Special Edition Xbox wireless controller. Oh, dude, that controller is so good. For $69.99. Remember when controllers used to be like $40? Yeah. Yeah. Remember when games used to be like 50 bucks? Yeah, those days were long behind us. Remember when gasoline cost $2? I remember. You could buy a house for like 9 cents. I remember. I remember. Remember when you could retire at 45 after a long day at work? I remember. (laughs) I remember. I remember. Pepperidge Farm remembers. I'll take a royalty check for that one. Thank you. Um... What else is there in Microsoft news? Dolby Vision is coming to video content soon for Xbox One, along with an improved narrator mode and dashboard avatars. Okay. What is what is Dolby Vision? I don't know. Dolby Vision is... Uh, so there's a couple of standards of HDR, like format. There's HDR10, uh, and then there's Dolby Vision, which Dolby Vision is obviously Dolby's version. Um, but... They say that Dolby Vision gives you slightly, like, it gives you deeper colors than what HDR10 does. So they, they say Dolby Vision looks better. Is um, that so Xbox One X exclusive or will run no. on the S as well? Uh, I'd imagine it will come to the S too, yeah, because it could do HDR. It's just software. I like um, to imagine that because, like, Dolby Surround has that, like, intro sound that's like that crescendo yeah. of different tones. I like to imagine Dolby Vision is just this, like, crescendo of lights that just gives you a seizure. <laughs> that's so awful. The Dolby Supertone, and then you turn yeah. on the TV and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> you just flop around. You're like, it's like, like Indiana a magic Jones card. and the, uh, the Last Crusade. Yep. Last Crusade, and they melt their faces. I don't know. Temple of Doom. You get. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, Mojang released Phase Two of its aquatic update for the Java and Bedrock editions of Minecraft, uh, which is pretty cool. The update includes the following: over 3,000 types of procedurally generated tropical fish, mm. variations of size for some adult mobs, salmon and squid, uh, nine new ocean biomes. Uh, new water physics and the ability for some blocks and water to exist within the same place. Oh, waterlogged blocks. Um, a weapon called the Trident, which includes four special enchantments, loyalty, impaling, channeling, and riptide. 
uh, procedurally generated sunken ships containing chests, along with treasure maps leading to buried uh, buried chests in, on land. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I haven't stumbled across any um, any ships yet. Uh, my favorite thing is it includes a realms port for Switch. Uh, That's And let fun. me say, so did you the way that? I did. So the way okay. that it works is, uh, for those of you who don't know the crossplay, um, you need a Microsoft account to play on Xbox, PC, uh, and Switch and mobile, like Android, iOS. So you sign in with your Xbox account, and the way it works is, you buy things. There's the Minecraft store. And you buy things on your plat on your platform uh, with they call them Minecraft coins or mine coins. Well, what's cool about that is you buy something on one platform and that currency travels with you everywhere. It's not mm-hmm. stuck on a platform. Uh, as much so, as as much as I hate microcurrencies in a game like Minecraft, it is interesting to me if you could go in and mine up actual mine coins. But I don't think that you can do that. No. Okay. It's real money. They're I was going to say, I know it's an in-app purchase, but like if I could go in and do two hours of digging and actually pull up like 13 coins. Nope. That'd be dope. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Um, but what's cool about it is, so when I looked at the realms, realms are usually seven ninety nine for 10 people. Um, and I think that's per, yeah, it's per month. Whereas on Switch, yeah. I had to like triple check, but... Um, it said that six months for ten people was one thousand mine coins, and I was like, "That seems really low." One thousand mine coins is about like six dollars. Okay. Uh, but that's right. So I spent like for six, six bucks. Months? Yeah, for six months. I wonder if that's a special introductory price. I don't know. I think it's because for Switch, it requires a paid Nintendo online service account. Uh, and for and for Xbox, I'm assuming it would require Xbox Live, whereas PC it doesn't require Xbox Live a, that I know of. It's a standalone service. No, it doesn't. It's a standalone right. service. So I think because you're already paying for that service, they're like, hey, boom, this this like twelve bucks for the year, whatever. Okay. So yeah. I don't know about the the price for other platforms, um, but yeah, six bucks. I was like, yeah, six bucks for six months. Why not? Why not? Try it out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> Um, the aquatic update's neat. I, I need I need someone to like squat up with me and and teach me like about yeah, enchantments play. and all that fun uh, stuff. There's a whole I, world there, dude. Dude, I enchanted and redstone. Like I enchanted some armor. Yeah. Uh, but I I don't know how I can like level up enchantments and get new ones because I I made a helmet and I want to get the some kind of like aqua some kind of underwater enchantment so I could like. It- if it works the same as it used to, the pro tip is it's about um, it's about how many bookshelves you have near your enchanting oh, table. Yeah, okay. you want to basically like make two or three high of bookshelves mm-hmm. and basically surround the, the give enchanting it a gap table at least right. one the space point. away. Yeah, like you want you want a space for you to get in, and that's it. Okay, and then your spells will be like the most powerful. I basically, think I it'll did start- that. It'll you start want sucking to words off the yeah, books. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Mine does that. It sucks words from all, you all start, different angles. You want to start a sugarcane farm like pronto, so you can make paper. Yeah, make a, a shit ton of bookshelves, and then surround it, and then you I go in that. there and do your enchantment with bookshelves. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Then, then the next thing is just have a boatload of levels to use. 
This is all assuming that this has not mechanically changed. Which it might have. I don't. I don't. I, I don't think it has. Ago. It's been. I don't think less it has. Of, We played, dude. We've been. We played much closer than five years ago. Not to the level. We of ran a server. We super, had a whole. We had a shared you world. And, you and Danny did. You I played dropped in with and dropped all out. four of us, and you had a room in our house. Anyway, will. Well, it'll be fun. I got a realm set up. You and me, baby, we can right, do it. We'll check it out. We don't. We don't need those other chumps. You and me can run this place. <laughs> we got this. We'll see you. Uh, there. So yeah, there's there's a lot to explore there. I'm especially mm-hmm. excited for sunken ships and treasure. Sounds really really cool. I'm uh, I have not I have not found a coral reef yet. My biggest annoyance is I still absolutely hate the way maps work in that game. Oh my god. Well, yeah, because they don't scroll. I hate maps in that game. <laughs> It's a survival so, game. I it's hate a survival game. I'll tell you what that will game. make your life better, um, Tony, is don't use maps and instead make yourself a compass and visual landmarks. Make visual landmarks. That's it. Wait till uh, you can build spotlights. Yeah. So, for example, in most of my worlds, when I would really go hard and I would have lots going on, like multiple villages, different areas, different depots, I would tower up really high and make what looked like um, a balloon and on the balloon I would put the symbol of the thing that was below it so in my sky are like hundreds of balloons then I can just look up at the balloon and pick one and walk towards it wow that sounds like a lot of work dude you have no idea I made a one to I think I told you this aspect of that game is a lot of work that's true I played did I show you my one to one scale replica of the firefly ship from Firefly oh Serenity. My God, he's so Here we go. I love it. It has working secret doors and lights, and the engine core cycles up, and so does the friggin' oh warp God, engine. I'm not proud of it now. It's gonna hit the I total, I'm totally proud of it now. But um, Mo- moving on to industry news. It took me like uh, uh, 60 well hours off. to do it. It was uh, great. Uh, that's great. Cool. All right. Great. Yeah. <laughs> you just jelly. You didn't cool. make one. Yeah. You know what else is great? More ships. The games that Alpha Dream makes. I'm gonna make a goddamn spaceship on your world. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, Alpha, Alpha Dream makes some pretty cool games. Yeah. Okay, tell me about it. Like the Mario and Luigi series. Yeah. Mm, well, yeah. Uh, but anyway, they're looking for game developers that also have experience on smartphones and PS4. Okay. Uh, so cool. Looks like they're moving on from 3DS. Um, I right. I would. I would like. That, bro? I would Just like, what I want. I would like a Mario <laughs> and Luigi game on Switch. That'd be cool. How about Don't, a... I wonder yeah. what else they're going to work on, though. Paper cut. That Lincoln, that Lincoln Park song? Right now, dude. I don't know. That I'll Lincoln be right Park over. Song? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wreck the webbing between your toes. Do it. <laughs> no. It sounds really terrible. I help lick it and make it feel better. Ew, God. Why? <laughs> tell me about Niantic. That's what I want you to tell me about. Oh, you you reading the thing? Of course, oh, that's I'm, cute. I'm following it. along. Mobile developer Niantic wasn't exactly a household name back in the day. Uh, this is going to make Will excited. Well, I'm reading it. Well, then why don't you say what it is, Will? <laughs> Give let the people tell them. Come on, tell uh, them. They released the... Pokemon Go in partnership with the Pokemon Company and Nintendo. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. Will. Since then, the studio has become rather well known. Uh, even if one of the original IPs, Ingress, is not, although Ingress was very fun and I played a lot of that, the company is looking to change that. It's October after partnering with Netflix on an anima-based game anime? called Ingress, the anime, animation. Anime, anime game? You broke anemia. Where? Oh, did I? Yeah. 
Fucking autocorrect. <laughs> the animation. Jesus. Uh, and then there's a we wonder what Will thinks hashtag in there, which is uh, new to me, but I like it. Um, you know, I would probably see that because I enjoyed playing Ingress back when it was a, a big thing, but I played it mostly out in California when I was out on my trip there. Yeah. Um, because you... It felt at the time playing Ingress that you needed almost a car to get around. Like the the Ingress hubs were not anywhere near as close together as the Pokestops are. Like right. the Ingress hubs were um, the gyms, so you'd only go gym to gym. So didn't they take all the Pokestops from Ingress and make them? They did, but the the places that you would actually go to do fun stuff, like the Pokestops. The Ingress stops or whatever. You would you'd still spin them and do the thing. You collect the the garbage for them, but you wouldn't use anything there. You would go to a big hub mm. with your friends, and then you would launch modules trying to take over the hub. So, just like you use launch Pokemon at the gyms. No, uh, Ingress. Yes and no, but Ingress was a lot more mechanically hands-on, but not as tappy. It was more like okay, I have this bot that will shut down shields, I have this bot that will do this kind of thing, I have this one, I'm going to set up my uh, defender bot that helps keep other enemy players from attacking this node while we attack it, I want you to put up a sentry bot that will shoot down other players as they get close, and then I want you, fourth player friend, to attack the node. Yeah, I mean, that's what it was. It was really like a social node. All I'm taking away from this is that the Pokemon kids definitely beat up the Ingress kids. For sure. The Pokemon Go game took what Ingress had and innovated in a really great way, and it made it amazing. Great. Great. And from, <laughs> you know, you know from playing amazing? Pokemon Go so much, I have to tell you, it's much better. You know what else is amazing? But I will watch that show. What's up? It's also amazing that Blizzard teamed up with Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Uh-huh. To sell that pink Mercy skin in Overwatch. Yes, they did. And they raised $12.7 million. Good job, dude. Now, they also sold a shirt, too. But uh, that's awesome. That's that's great. Uh, now, Blizzard gave 100% of all proceeds. So they didn't take literally a penny of those. Um, for the BCRF, which is a good foundation. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, Slime Sand received a huge update. You can read all about it in the weekly bit because there's a lot of stuff. The Sheeple sequel. Yes, yes. Lots of cool stuff. Uh, great, great game. Even the base vanilla game was fantastic. Did you see that uh, mm-hmm. Guardian Con raised $2.7 for St. Jude's? No, I did not. No. That's crazy. That's awesome. That's all, that was a lot for streamers. Nice job, dudes. $2.7 This is That's Every cool. once love, in a while I when I start like feeling that. negative about humanity, I see shit like this and I'm like, this is why. This is... This is things are okay. Is this this is why you human? Yeah, this is why I human. This is why I human. Uh, what else? Uh, Platonic's working, still working on Kickstarter stretch goals for ukulele, including a sixty-four bit D make, which actually looks pretty cool. Twenty-five percent off on Switch right now. It is twenty-five percent off how, on the eShop. How much for is it right at now? Regular yes. price. Forty. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. So it's yeah. Like, 20 bucks or 15 oh you know that could totally worth that could be enticing for me because i've been avoiding it for reasons worth it for that you think yeah ukulele interesting it's been long enough since odyssey that 
you yeah, could go exactly. into it and not be too deja vu Okay. What he said. Okay. Uh, Blizzard announced and signed a multi-year deal with ESPN and Disney to broadcast the Overwatch League on the network's various different channels. That's this so will see crazy. regular season play and major tournaments appearing on the likes of ABC, Disney XD, ESPN 1, 2, and 3. The first official broadcast was held on June 11th on Disney XD and ESPN 3. Uh, so yeah, it's going to run through the end of July. Dude, that is so insane to me. I, I'm really excited e-sports. that esports are showing up on ESPN and Disney's XD. They still have their partnership with uh, Twitch, they still, though, right? Yeah, they that, do. That, That's not, not expired. That did not change. That, that partnership is still the same. It is um, interesting to me that they're putting it on Disney's XD, which is a primarily teen and children-focused channel. Um, yeah. And I recognize that it's games, but uh, the people in the audience aren't exactly always particularly aware of the people watching so uh just something to think about hey it couldn't be any worse than when they tried to do e3 that's technically correct as well oh i mean that was just a whole other disaster real talk though Mm. disney xd has some real good shows do you have cable no no how do you watch disney xd um internet ah yes <laughs> good old internet I, I buy episodes off itunes completely legally I total, that good. new that new ducktales show is there, that new ducktales remake is, there is any other really way? good oh that's out yeah it's oh, been out for like a, i think they're on season two i forgot and like gravity falls is really amazing uh star wars rebels is really amazing they had this really amazing Tron spinoff that only lasted a season that starred Elijah Wood that was insanely good, but they canceled it. Cool. Oh, man. I'll have to check that out. That'd be, that'd be cool. It was called like Tron Uprising, I think. I will also all, yeah. purchase episodes off of iTunes completely legally. Mm-hmm. Um, Give me your purchase information. <laughs> Real talk, I, I am super considering, I am super considering that disney streaming service when it comes out and i really hope that they package disney of course you are you're the it. only person uh, i know who are, plays is... a disney video game to like to completion you won. not only did i play you that 100 percented it i i got all of the achievements <laughs> Dude, in that game of i'm course, so proud of you man of, of course you're excited I, for a I disney stream jesus i'm wearing a mickey mouse t-shirt right now i love it i'm not so surprised much. i'm not surprised uh you know who are surprised though mm-hmm. Some of the YouTube creators, uh, they've been getting their accounts terminated following uploads of videos teasing upcoming Twitch streams without any warning from YouTube. Wow. Maybe they shouldn't have did that. It's pretty shit. I mean, they were promoting their work on other platforms that aren't YouTube, and as syndicated platform hosts, they probably should know better than to potentially breach their contracts that are probably spelled out. I'm not saying I, I agree people with it. Pro- I see people not promote their media on different outlets all the time totally, on YouTube. Totally. Yeah. I'm just saying if you are a big money maker for YouTube and you're like, hey, uh, I'm not going to use YouTube streaming service. I'm going to use Twitch, so I'll catch you there later. And YouTube's like, mm, or you won't. Yeah. Uh, I only have one more, th- two more, one more thing and then two little rumors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Epic Games announced the, uh, actually today, uh, which is Thursday, 
they announced that they'll be taking a smaller cut of sales to their Unreal Engine marketplace, where digital creators and artists make uh, assets and stuff. Um, so they were, before it was a 70-30 split with Epic taking 70. Mm -hmm. um, but they're citing due to the massive, massive success of Fortnite, uh, that they can take less of a percentage. So now they're going to cut theirs down to 12%, giving asset creators and digital content creators on their marketplace an 88% cut. That's pretty cool. But what's even crazier is that they're retroactively going to be giving, uh, going to be compensating artists um, all the way back from 2014 when the store opened. That's pretty cool. That's once nuts. you get money, you share the wealth. Yeah. Uh, the only good for them, man. Shit. The only two bits of uh, rumors that I have are uh, people are saying that a revised hardware version of the Switch is hitting the shelves. Um, basically, all it does is patch out that boot ROM uh, jailbreak that people were able to use. Shibbity dibbity. Um, and there's rumors that uh, someone oh, on Reddit posted a. Pikachu Funko Pop that looks like the devil in <laughs> hot yellow with its big black soulless pits of eyes. Who cares about that? Did you guys see <laughs> the trailer that they released today for Pokemon Let's yes, Go? Yes, I did, and I wish I hadn't seen it. Oh, it looks my God. so good. It's so goddamn adorable. There's this moment where Evie's all cute and she reaches her little paw and touches the trainer's hand and I was like, take all my money, give me the game. Yep. <laughs> and then I pre-ordered nine. You did? All, all of them. I pre-ordered the entire stock at GameStop <laughs> just so I can live out that moment over and over. <laughs> continuously and continuously and continuously. Man. Well then. That's a good, that's a good ad. Yeah, it was. Well, uh, gentlemen, uh, that's all I've got for this episode, episode 123. What do you say I take us home? Hey, take Will. Me home, Daddy. Take me home, big take boy. Take me home tonight. I don't want to get sued now, but I'm gonna. All right. All right, listen. So no, we should thank a couple of people for um, a couple of things. So why don't I start by saying thank you if you have given us a nice five-star review on iTunes recently. That really goes a long way towards making our lives better and uh, telling you, telling us that you like the work that we put in. Um, <laughs> it's worth doing because we read these and it says, hey, I enjoyed that episode and that makes me feel good, so thank you. Uh, also, thank you to those of you who have checked out our public Discord and engaged with us there. It's a fun way to be uh, staying on top of the articles we write and the casts we have and a good way to engage with us uh, after the show. We are always active on there, um, although less recently because it's been a holiday weekend, but we're about to gear back up into that. And yeah, on, I've, I've been hopping back on. Exactly, and same as me. And on uh, Twitter, if you follow us there, our individual twi um, Twitter handles are down in the description of every episode. You can also follow us at Pixel Raider. And if you didn't know, PixelRaider.com is a great place for you to check out for news reviews and just up-to-date beats on the industry at large. I highly recommend you check it out if you haven't been there yet, um, and just share it with a friend if you're looking for a way to give back. If you would like to contribute in a more monetary sense, and if you have, thank you for doing this uh, by going to patreon.com slash pixelrader and becoming a monthly donor. It goes a long way. You have no idea. It keeps the lights on for us, and it makes it feel like this is um, worthwhile, and so that we can tell our wives that we are not totally wasting our time, which is fun. So. 
<laughs> we don't advertise anything except for ourselves. And as a result, we have to say thank you for tuning in every week. Uh, we very much appreciate it. And um, if you want to talk games, you know where to find us. We will see you guys next week. I've been one of your hosts, Will. I'm Antonio. And I'm Tristan. <laughs> uh, this has been episode 123. We'll see you guys next week for 124. See you then. Bye, guys. Tristan, say bye. God damn it. Bye. Bye. bye.